It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. You can hear it in my voice that we're fun, not official, unofficial Survivor podcast. Fun official. Fun. The, the only fun, fun official Survivor podcast. Okay. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week, I have my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going this morning? It's going good. Um, no big deal. The Michigan Wolverines, Big Ten champs again, likely number one seed in the college football playoff. It's just right. It's, it's every day, bro. Even though they're cheating and stealing signs and sneaking into uh, MAC championship schools. Yeah, I mean, look, that's just good heel work, all right? Yeah. And people should appreciate that. It's amazing that they are so successful after their coach was fired. They were like, we can do it ourselves. And I appreciate that. I mean, he wasn't fired. He actually was back on the sideline for the Big Ten Championship game. But well, That's probably why they won then. Like, Daddy, what do we do? He said, throw the ball. <laughs> that's the, throw the ball Football players are always boys. saying that. Jake, speaking of college football and okay. uh, players that talk to their dads, um, I was watching the, the, the Oregon-Washington game, and mm-hmm. Bo Nix, who uh, was, is Oregon's quarterback, um, they had a graphic that came up. He was the only quarterback that had, I think it was like over 100 passing touchdowns in his career and like over 30 rushing touchdowns or like 50 or something. And there were only two other quarterbacks that had done that. Oh. One of them was a certain Dan LaFever, (gasps) Central Michigan legend. Yeah. Regularly calling his mom or dad after any given play, given if the play was good or bad. Hopefully not calling his dad. Hopefully not calling his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing to talk to your dad on the phone. It's nice to talk yeah, to your well, mom on the you phone. You know you did something. Yeah, you messed up. If you, When he talked to his dad, it was not because he made a good play. Yeah. When he talked to his mom, it was because he made a good play. He's, he never called up and was like, hey, Dad LaFever, did I do good? And Dad LaFever yeah. was, no, son, I am not proud of you every single time. <laughs> you threw an interception. That's not what we teach in the LaFever household. T- throws a touchdown it's and weird calls the bomb. how... It's weird how his dad never saw a good highlight. He only was watching when bad things were happening. It's, you know, it's hard to uh, recognize the good things that are happening in your life sometimes. Sometimes it's easier to just focus on the negative. And unfortunately, that's what Dad Lefevre was doing. Mom Lefevre, though. Oh, she was so sweet. She would always call him, Sonny boy, you did so good throwing that ball. I they need to I as far as I know they don't have like the landline phone anymore. Stupid on the sideline they got to bring that back. Bring it it's back. It's so entertaining. They should have like a car phone that those guys talk on. They should have an entire car on the sideline for each. <laughs> Every oh my god, here's my idea. Every team should come out in a clown car, and they all come out of the clown car. <laughs> That's the entire idea. And then they can yeah, call they their basically, parents they, on the They roll phone. up in a bus. No, not they a bus. They roll up bus. in a school bus. No, not a school bus, because the funny thing with clown cars is how do they all fit in that car? A school bus, we know. There's a lot of seats. I'm That's just imagining how. you yelling this at the athletic director for school. <laughs> I'm the new Connor Stallions. What part of... It's not funny if they come out of a properly sized vehicle. Do you not get like, I never agreed to (laughs) like we transport, like we have to transport them normally. I never agreed to the clown car thing. I don't care about bits, but this is a really good. This is why the university is in the state that it's in. You want people to come to your games, bring out a clown car. (sighs) Speaking of games, Thomas, 
We're not here to talk about football. We have a whole football show on Just Podcast, the Patreon channel. Uh, so if you want to hear more about our football takes, um, you can listen to that one. It's called Something, and it's at patreon.com slash justpodcast. We're here to talk about a little show called Survivor, Thomas. Did you watch Survivor 45 last night? Dudes will step to you with a corny line, asking for your name, saying what's your sign? I did. The ultimate game. College football playoff, never heard of it. I only know about Survivor. They don't do fire making on that. What if they did, though? What if there was no overtime and each quarterback <laughs> just had to go out and make fire on the 50-yard line? One of the, in this case, Michigan would get to pick the number two team to go with them, and then the other two teams would do fire making, and maybe Michigan would give up their number one spot to do fire making. Who knows? Wow. Imagine. That would be uh, such a twist in this new era of college sports that we're in. With the NIL and everybody leaving the Pac-12 and also Jim Harbaugh's doing some shit again. Pizza, pizza. That's all I can think about was that episode of Detroiters now whenever I see Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this week's episode of Survivor, the series known as, uh, was called How Am I the Mobsta? You gotta say it like that. How Am I the, the Mobsta? Uh, good stuff from Jake. Um, I thought of another way... We'll, we'll start this in Survivor 46, I think. But I thought of another way to potentially win points. Um, here's my idea. We look at the episode title for next week at the end of the recording this week. And we say, oh, who do you think said that quote? And we guess. Was it Jeff? Was it one of the contestants? Was it Jake? This one was clearly Jake. Last I don't think, th- no, I do not agree to this. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Let's continue to talk about Survivor 45, Thomas's favorite season. Uh, <laughs> this is the same number as my favorite president, okay? okay. We actually said we're not going to do those jokes this year, but okay, <laughs> good one. <laughs> I'm going to go back and see what president correlates with every... Every time you try and angle to get points in more bullshit ways, I'm going to keep doing it. That's fair. That's a fair, that's a fair consideration. Um, I'm going to go back and, and see which president uh, correlates with each... Um, Season of Survivor. Is that a fun bit? Is is that something we could do right now? Last season was yeah. Last season was the Barack Obama season. Yeah, and so let's say does um do does the American public's view of said president align with their view of this season of Survivor? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that, <laughs> we'll we'll put that on deck for the thousandth episode of this show. <laughs> 44, Survivor, Barack Obama, Jam Jam 1, we all like it, and Barack Obama's good. 43, George W. Bush, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, honestly, this makes a lot of sense. That's the Gabler season. That's the Gabler season. Uh, And we can all agree George W. Bush, G.W. Bush kind of stands stands for Grimace, Wimace Bush. Gabler. (laughs) Gabler W. Bush. Gabler W. Bush, there we go. Uh, Season 42, who was that? Um, Bill Clinton? Yes, it was Bill Clinton. Damn. Marianne season. Marianne season. Um, I think that's fitting. 40- a, lot of pe- a lot of people are saying that Mike is the Bob Dole of, uh, <laughs> of Survivor. Absolutely. Um, 41 would have been our... Was that George H.W. Bush? Uh, yes, it was, it was George H.W. Erica won that one. Pretty good season. Um, and I would say pretty good president, right? 
kind of the first president in this reset of the country, kind of the way mm-hmm. 41 reset the show Survivor. This, this means that Tony is Reagan. Yeah, Winners at War season 40 is Ronald Reagan, of course, uh, world's greatest president. Who was president? Oh, well, the bit's over. Um, who was our 39th president? Gerald Ford? No, not Gerald Ford. No, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, yeah. Jimmy Carter is Jimmy Carter is the Island of the Islands representative, so pretty pretty bad stuff. Who's the um who who is Ford? Because I want to know who the Grand Rapids Survivor winner is. Um Ford came right after Nixon, right? He was the president before Jimmy Carter. So he would have been Edge of Extinction. Oh, that's not great either. So it's Edge of Extinction. Is it like Chris that won that? Chris Underwood famously won that one. Chris, yes. Un- Chris Underwood, the Grand Rapids Survivor winner. That does actually fit, though, given what happens on that season and how Gerald Ford uh, became president. That's true. He was barely there. Yeah. He didn't technically uh, get the votes to win, but he still won. Um, oh, you know what? It, it is fitting also because everybody was pissed at Gerald Ford after he pardoned uh, Nixon, and I don't think anyone was particularly happy about how Edge of Extinction went down. So Naturally, before Gerald Ford, we had our favorite president. Uh, we love to get him tattooed on our backs. It was Richard Nixon. He represents season 37 of Survivor, David versus Goliath, another one of the greatest seasons of all time. What's the... Uh, What's the connection there, Mr. History? Um, Mr. Mystery? Wasn't... Well, who's the guy that won that one again? The guy, the, oh, my God. Nick Wilson. Nick, yeah. Wasn't he at, like, January 6th or something? <laughs> no, I don't think he was at January 6th. I think he's just I don't know. a, he's, he's a like conservative a weird politician guy, I think. from Kentucky. I, I'm sorry if I accused you. Uh, yeah, made a baseless accusation. He's a lawyer. He'd probably sue me for that. Oh, my God. He's was, a lawyer, uh, too? That was a... That was a parody. <laughs> Speaking of lawyers, Jake is very happy that they didn't vote him out at the previous tribal council in Survivor 45. Uh, Drew compares Jake to Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown ever president? Probably not. Old no, enough, right? he did have hose, though. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, Julie says she was devastated to take Kelly and Kendra out. Were you? Because you didn't seem to hesitate at all. Julie's yeah, my new this, enemy. Uh, yeah, th- well, also, I'm sorry, like, I get it. Her being like, I never lie. <laughs> I'm I'm George Washington. I cannot tell a lie. Survivor Borneo. What did you say that your job was, Julie? What did you say your job was? What did she say her you job was? You didn't say was? it was a lawyer. Is she? You didn't say your job was a lawyer. Is she a lawyer? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember that being the case. Julie, no, it's Julie Katura and Jake are the lawyers, and only Jake said that that was his job. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. Um, I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't think she fooled you. She already, yeah, she outlawed. That was me. one of the early things. Was all of them being like, people think lawyers are really smart, so I'm not going to tell people mm. I'm a lawyer. I, I, I do remember this being uh, the case, but I didn't realize it was Julie who was the third lawyer. That's how she gets you mm-hmm. with her subtle lies of omission. There should be a lawyer in real life who walks in and is like, I'm not even a lawyer. I'm just here to tell you the truth. People tend to people tend to frown on that. You, you uh, as Stupid. someone who's been in some courtrooms, uh, if you uh, 
don't have a license to practice law. Judges don't tend to like you representing people. I have a license to drive this court to the correct decision. And then I show them my driver's license. And the judge is like, okay, go ahead. This man is innocent. He's In Japan, lawyers have like badges, and I wish that we had those. That would be cool. Uh, Drew assures Julie that they're good no matter what. This was nice. We love Julie and Drew together. Drewly, never mind. Not going to say that again. Emily wants to work with Bruce, Couture, and Jake to take out Ariba, but she's annoyed because none of them can work together. This was funny. I like this. Um, I feel for Emily. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. She's in a position where she's able to, you know, she's got the ability to, to make some good moves, but she's working with two groups that just will not listen to her. Yeah, it's, she's in a really tough position. Uh, Bruce tells Katori that Kelly had his idol because he was afraid of the knowledge's power advantage, but he was actually acting. He still has it and asked Katori how his acting was. How was that acting? Pretty good acting, huh? Not great. T tell Bruce how good his acting was. You love Bruce so much. When, who said that? You, you all the time. You're like, I love Bruce. I think he's going to win immunity every time. He's my favorite guy. I'm so glad he's the only person to ever come back. <laughs> I wish he was my dad. Yeah, that's what you're always saying. He's like, oh, I'm not a dad. I'm a I am always saying that. Um... Yeah, so great acting from Bruce. He tells Jake the same lie. Uh, and then we get to the reward challenge. Uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, apple pie, beer, soda, and juice. And they spend the night at the sanctuary where good things happen. This felt like it should have been last week, right? For, yeah. For Thanksgiving? It, it, I was a little off guard. Yeah, it being on a non-Thanksgiving year episode threw me off. Yeah, there would be like mid-November being like, oh, you, your reward is candy. It's Halloween candy. I think Halloween was two weeks ago, dude. What are you talking about? It was on clearance. <laughs> Your reward this week is clearance Halloween candy. Uh, I, I would it. be so excited about that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Eat some, some Reese's peanut butter. Do they do pumpkins? Oh, I feel yeah. like they don't. Well, they have pumpkins on the wrapper. Uh, it looks more like just a blob of chocolate and peanut butter. Kind of like a melted Reese's cup. But thicker. Jake, and what, in your opinion, is the best uh, Reese's peanut butter cup shape? Just the shapes. We're not talking extra special Reese's. Not, yeah, candies. just the only when they either the regular kind or when they do the shapes for different things. Um, I like the eggs for Easter. Uh, that's funny because that's kind of nothing. And I like that. I don't need special shapes. I love the egg. The egg is good. Uh, the Christmas tree is pretty good, but it's not as good as the egg. I like the Christmas tree, too, but it never looks good. It never looks like a Christmas tree. It just looks like an egg that uh, wasn't perfectly shaped. It also feels like I'm getting... I think one of the reasons I like the egg so much is it feels like you're getting more with yeah. it. And it feels like you're getting less with the Christmas tree. Plus, with an egg, you get a little extra protein. That's, that's a great point. Uh, so they have to go through some obstacles and do a maze. Uh, of course, naturally. Um, pretty good pretty good stuff. Uh, at one point, Jeff says, Emily in the center when she's on the maze. And I said, who is she, John Kerry? 
need like that joke. Classic flip-flopper. She is a flip-flopper. She's flip-flopping between alliances. Yeah. Uh, Emily wins, and she takes all the women on the reward. Ladies' night, Ladies but night. more importantly, dudes' night. Oh, we're not even close to the dudes' night yet, but I'm so excited. Uh, at the sanctuary where good things happen, it is, in fact, girls' night. They say girl power. Emily says there's going to be a female winner in season 45, which is the current season. Um, you remember last time somebody said this? Do you remember who it was? Uh, I don't. Was it Erica? It's not Erica. Uh, it was Sandra diaz in Island of the Idols, uh, famously won by Tommy Sheehan. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it wasn't, that was not a great season for the ladies. Uh, that season 39, so sorry. Um, so, just saying. Interesting uh, editing choice there, editors. Uh, Katura tells the girls about Bruce's acting. I love acting. It's so good. So Bruce becomes the target, but they expect him to play his idols. Jake is the backup, though. No, this made me nervous. Yeah, you've been hanging in there pretty good, but... I'm trying, man. It was, it was touch and go there. So then we get to quite possibly the greatest scene of all of Survivor history. Uh, back at camp, uh, it's all the boys playing with the boys. They're uh, they're talking about food and farting. Jake says it's just guys being dudes. Love that. Yes, and they're playing playing with the boys by Kenny Loggins. I I I loved this. I loved this so much, and I'm rooting for every boy. It was now. great. It was a delight. <laughs> like what a treat for all of us. Just so much fun. You know how dudes like to be dudes? Yeah. Here's that. Because it's really, Survivor's all about creating a society, right? And if you read the books, um, Lord of the Flies, it talks about this a lot. How boys love to just be boys. Boys being boys, you know? Boys will be boys. Farting in food. Jake, up to this point, had you ever uh, broed out, or had you only viewed it anthropologically? Uh, you know I broed out all the time, bro. Yeah, you and me have brought out. We've, br- we've been sure. brought out for 20-something years. 25? 20, 20 years. 20 years. We've been brought out since the last century. Um, yeah, this was a great scene. I loved it. Um, I was going to say something out about, else about boys, but I don't remember now. So forget it. Not important. Boys are not important. I think that's what we're saying here. Um, I really... You're going to say how many, how many, how many, how many? Is that a song? Yeah, the MIA song, Boys. I don't know that I've heard that one. All I know is... You've definitely heard that song. I know you've heard that song. Remember that song? I remember that one. How many, how many boys are crazy? How many boys are wrong? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that song now. Okay. I don't know why it took me that long to remember. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I know you've heard this. Don't lie to me. Uh, Yeah. MIA, also very cool. We all agree still that she's a good guy. Agree with all of her uh, political opinions. Uh, I really liked when Austin went fishing and just talked about how much he enjoys being around the wildlife. Um, it felt like a little wildlife segment of their own, huh? Huh. So this is a segment called Wildlife Shots. Wildlife. 
We're doing it early because Austin wanted to talk about wildlife. We got crab, we got fish, we got reef shark, and we got uh, fish that our man Austin caught. It's called the Pacific Double Saddle. Pacific Double Saddle Butterfly Fish. Wow, that's a lot that's of... That's a crazy name for that. Yeah. That's a mouthful in words, and it's a pretty big fish. Yep. So. Uh, they're a black and white and yellow fish. Uh, where can they be found? Uh, I'm going to say they can be found in coral reefs in the ocean. Their range extends from the Cocos Keelan Islands, Islands to the Tuormutu Islands and north to Japan. Interesting. <laughs> uh, how big would you say that? Nature are? is fascinating, isn't it? How big? How big? Oh man, um, I'm gonna say they're like anywhere from six to eighteen inches. <laughs> yeah, they're about six inches. Uh, it's a good job. Uh, what do they eat? Uh, do they eat like? Smaller fish? Algae, plankton, and other invertebrates. Is that smaller fish to do you? Maybe, yeah, I mean, I guess. In, maybe it's smaller. Invertebrates would be like shellfish, so. Sure. Uh, how do they hide themselves from predators? Uh, do they try and camouflage themselves in the reefs? Uh, I suppose in a way. They will wedge themselves into tight crevices. Crevasses? Okay. I don't know how to pronounce that word. And where do you think they rank? Uh, least concern. That's correct. Uh, so that's the end of Wildlife Shots. Thomas, I want to congratulate you and thank you for not making a dick joke when I told you how big they are. That was very uh, impressive. And uh, I'm mature. I've <laughs> matured. <laughs> Thomas hasn't made a dick joke, dick-sized joke at uh, Wildlife Shots in years, it seems like. When I heard that joke, I was standing at attention. Uh, Bruce targets D. Jake is ready to leave Bruce's side and tells Drew that Bruce's idol went home with Kelly. This was honestly a really great move from Bruce. I don't know why he then told Katura I was lying immediately. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. I don't understand. He should have. It's just confusing. There's, there were like three different ways that Bruce could have played a good game this episode and he decided to punt on all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's Brunkle Bruce for you. Um, back at the girls night at the sanctuary where good things happen. God, they really got to shorten the name of that place. They read their letters from home and everybody cries. Um, this felt like it was shot in eight K. Like they zoomed in really close to everyone's face and it was super detailed. And I, I didn't like it. It, was, it felt too It was like in uh, SpongeBob whenever they do the illustrations that have like this. The yeah, the really detailed. Way too much detail. Yeah, like all the shit on SpongeBob's face or whatever. We all remember those scenes. Um, Emily didn't see herself as a wife, but now having been on Survivor, she says she's maybe willing to get married. That's, that's great. So happy for Emily. We don't use the word wife in my household. <laughs> what, do you, what word do you use? person yeah that's cute uh katura cut off contact with her <laughs> this is my colleague that would be really fun if her and her this is her and her partner called each other colleagues this is my home colleague you mean your roommate no uh we sleep in the same bed actually 
Uh, Couture cut off contact with her mom a year ago and yet still received a letter from her. Uh, a lot of people online saying, maybe the Survivor producers shouldn't have done this. Yeah, this is that was what I was thinking with that, was like, how did this happen? Like, Jeff talks about all the time uh, in, like, the months leading up to casting and starting the season, like, oh, we get to know these people so well, like, the, we really establish a, a level of trust with them. And he's like, hey, you know how you determined you shouldn't well, be in contact with your mother? We thought it would be better if you cried. Uh, yeah, bad stuff. You did bad there, Jeff, and uh, do better. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, back at camp, the women return, and somebody says, I think it was D, maybe? She says, it's nice to come back to our husbands. So who do you think is married to whom in this final eight? D is married to Austin. Yep. Agreed. Um, Julie is married to Drew. Interesting. Um, Emily is married to the game of Survivor. Yeah, good answer. Uh, and trying to remember who the last person I'm not thinking of is Katura. Katura is married to Jake, I guess. I also said Jake and Katura would be married uh, because they're two lawyers. Even if one of them is not willing to it's admit true. it. One of us is a lawyer and the other one is a lawyer. But one of us always lies. Jake got divorced from Julie and is now married to Katura. Uh, I said Drew and Emily would be married because they're two nerds. Bruce and Julie. Okay, that makes sense. Bruce and Julie together because they're two old people. and <laughs> <laughs> Old being That's in their mean. late 40s. And then, of course, Dee and Austin, obviously, because they have the hots for each other. And to be fair, who doesn't, you know? Um, Emily tells Drew that Bruce was lying about this idol. Great. Yeah, good, good move from Emily. Uh, she tells Jake that he's going to be gone if Bruce plays his idol. So Jake then targets Drew, which bothers Drew because he's been protecting him the whole time, apparently. What? Yeah, this was hilarious. Like, since when? I mean, like, yeah, like, uh, Jake laid this out perfectly where he's like, okay, so, like, you can throw my name out and I'm not allowed to be mad about it, but you get to be mad when I throw yours out. Like, how's this, how's this work? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Jake fan, always have been, always will be, and I'm so glad I'm finally hearing people say in the Survivor community, I love Jake, Jake's the best, instead of being like, oh, remember when Jake... He doesn't do low effort posts. His (laughs) posts have a lot of uh, acceptable effort. (laughs) Uh, then Jake says the episode title, which is How Am I the Mobster? Is that a good impression? I did really like, yeah, he's like, How Am I the Mobster? I'm on the bottom. And I did like that in the talking head, Drew went, He's, you know, Boston, the departed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like pretty good. I, uh, I liked when Drew called him a goon. That was really funny, also. I kind of so um yes. I just want to just real quick. Uh, so for Survivor, like they pick production picks out your clothes, right? Yes. They just make Jake wear a Boston shirt all the time. <laughs> yeah, because he's from Boston. <laughs> In case you guys couldn't tell. Uh, so at the immunity challenge, they have to lie on a ramp. 
Uh, Katura drops out after a few seconds uh, because she has what looks like a panic attack. A lot of panic attacks on Survivor Well, I was trying to figure out when they walked up to the challenge, she was like, oh, fuck, basically. And I was like, at what? Like, what do you... I couldn't tell what she was reacting to. The challenge itself, of course. Um, Yeah, she uh, does a bad time. She has a bad time. Also, did Emily like sit out? Because like I didn't. I don't remember seeing Emily drop, and she dropped before Katora. So, oh, I don't even remember that. I'm like looking over my yeah, notes. Yeah, she seen anything. Well, I was confused because she walked over there, and Emily was there, and I was like, "When did Emily get there?" Apparently, we just cut through it really quick. Uh, did you like in this challenge when they cut between everybody's feet? Yes, production certainly. Uh, Loves delicious feet this season. I think we can all agree. It's a feat. If Survivor Forty Five, more like Survivor Feety Five. Survivor Forty Five, more like Survivor Feety Five. Yep. <laughs> so all the women are out first, uh, and then Jeff celebrates Jake's grit. That's right. More more boys, dudes rock. Dudes more rock. Boys dudes night. rock. Uh, Jake is uh got a lot of grit but then he drops out so it comes down to austin and brunkle bruce who were you rooting for at this point in the challenge uh, i guess austin um i did think it was weird though because i was referencing like the three things that bruce seemingly gave up on bruce looked fine and he just went austin you're doing great and then dropped like he absolutely could have lasted longer than that yeah i think maybe bruce isn't a good survivor player I think he was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and I'm going to play the idol, which seems dumb to me. Mm. Wow. What a plan he had. Uh, Couture has a hard time getting in the water after the challenge as well. Oh, Austin won. Congratulations. Um, what do you think is going to happen with Couture now? It's, re- it's hard to say. Yeah. Like, her whole thing has been trying to get Bruce out. Now Bruce is out. So what's next? For her, uh, Bruce says he's going to play his idol, so Jake is the expected vote. They keep saying Jake is the ricochet. I was like, me? Yeah, you you're out. You're out after this episode. I hope not. I look. I've been rooting for Jake since the beginning, obviously, um, but even more so after this episode. Meanwhile, Katora targets Julie. Bruce says he doesn't give two poops about Mama J not being his true ally. That was pretty funny. Uh, But this is actually all a play to get him to not play his idol. Good move from Emily. Very well executed. It's it's great because it's like, as she said, she's like, it's actually probably a pretty good idea to get... Julie out, so mm-hmm. we'll leave that on the table. But it's it, it works because it's believable. Exactly. Uh, Jake is frustrated about always being on the bottom. That was my uh, Boston accent. Was it good? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on it a little bit. We'll we'll bottom. we'll come back next week. Always on the bottom. bottom. I am always on the bottom. Working on the bottom. The bottom. Uh, see, he says he's good with anyone but him. You know who else said that? Who? Sandra Diaz-Twine in a little season called Wow, Hills a lot of Villains. Sandra callbacks. Everybody's Sandra this season. God, can you imagine? 
I'll see Sandra's all the time. Uh, Jake breaks down alone on a beach, and then Bruce comes up to him to give him um, what I think he assumes is an inspirational speech. This was a weird moment from Bruce. Yeah, these always come off weird from him. Um, he had a little bit of a moment with Katura before that, and then Katura left, and then Bruce kind of ruined the vibe. Yeah, naturally. Um, Jake says, before they go to tribal council, full moon tonight. Things are getting weird. Was that a Boston accent? This does not. I think it sounded kind of Southern. Yeah, that definitely did not sound like a Boston accent. I don't know. What words am I supposed to not, say? Depotted, not even close. Depotted. <laughs> Depotted. Depotted. Things are getting weird. Is that? Depotted. Full on tonight. Things are getting weird. <laughs> you sound like the guy from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> this is my JFK impression. Full moon tonight. Things are getting weird. We will go to the moon. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, getting. Yeah, I don't even know what you're trying to do at this point. We do these things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. I was in the departed. My car's on the half of yard. I hate this. You got to stop doing this. We're retiring this accent. <laughs> wow. Uh, at Tribal Council, Bruce doesn't have. Immunity, so things are different. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm reading my notes here, but it is all written in um, a Boston accent. Jake talks about imposter syndrome. Am I smart enough? Am I working hard enough? That's what he says, and, and that's the voice he We're uses. We're getting all the buzzwords in. We've got imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, Someone's going to talk about having ADHD. <laughs> Feels like no one is really saying anything at this point in Tribal Council. Kind of an int J, so, you know, the way that I play the game is different. Uh, Jeff seems to really like Jake at this point, and I liked that. Julie worries about being called Mama Jake because everybody wants to vote their mom out. Remember? Thomas. No. I do. I do remember. I'm sorry. I was just thinking, what do you think, um, what do you think Jake's Enneagram is? Probably JJJJ. I think he's an int Jake. Okay, good joke. Uh, everybody thinks that an idol will be played. Everybody says Bruce is going to play his idol. Bruce oh, is going to so play Mama his idol. Int J. How about that? Is that anything? Okay, give me some more. Int J. No, Maya. those are the only J's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's she's not on the jury. So, Couture Rava Sun God. We can just do a lot of we could do a lot of uh, bits. <laughs> we could be here all night. Yeah. Um, um, I already said Jake FK, which was really good. Um, Kendra the Sun God, that's a good one too. Um, really, you have like, two directions you can yeah, go. On this you, could, one. you could do a lot of things. Drew, your cousin, <laughs> Mama J, <laughs> Mama JFK, Mama JFK. JFK Maya, that's another one. <laughs> uh, so everybody thinks Bruce is going to play as Idol. Oh, Brunkle Bruce, that's another name we could use. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, what was that name we kept repeating? Uh, it was Polish here, but that was before we actually started recording. So nobody has any reference to that. Uh, it was a good bit, though, that you all missed out on. So sorry. 
Uh, but Paul Shear was in a movie recently. Pretty exciting stuff for him. Uh, so they vote. Nobody plays an idol. This was Bruce's time to play an idol. Big mistake. Brig mistake, even. From Brunkle Bruce. Uh, Brunkle Bruce gets four votes. Jake gets three votes. And Julie gets one. I... I am dumbfounded still. This was this happened what four or five days ago, plus several months, I'm sure. Um, how do you not play your idol here? Everybody says Bruce is going to play yeah, his idol. I, I don't get it. I feel like maybe Bruce just isn't a good survivor player as much as we may have thought he was. I mean, that certainly certainly seems like a possibility. You, you already mentioned he, he fumbled the ball three times in one episode uh, where he didn't win the immunity challenge. So, yeah, pretty bad resume, as they say. As they res say. Okay. Thomas, last week you had 35 points. Remember, that's four more than my 31 points. Um, at the merge, you said Caleb would make it to the finale, and he... He has not done so yet. What are, you, what are you talking about? He was right there. He was there this week. He did. He, you he see was him? He was wearing the KG shirt? The <laughs> um, in fact, all of the people you've picked have been voted out throughout the entire season. Uh, only two of mine people have. Uh, Austin and D are still in it. Obviously, Austin was a pre-merge pick. D is my merge pick, and she's still in it because she's probably going to win. So you got a point for that. You said they'd go on a boat. I know there was a big scene with the boat with Keturah, the sun god, but... Uh, they did go on a boat, but it was not part of the reward. It was not the reward. Although Jeff did say, oh, we can let you on the boat if you would like. Uh, maybe that's kind of a reward for her. Maybe it's a little treat for yeah. you, but she didn't go on the boat. So. Oh, that's true. She did go in the water. Um, then there's burgers. I said they would have burgers. They did not. Uh, Emily won the reward, so I got a point for that. You said Drew would win. Um... I mean, I guess in a way, Drew kind of had his own special boys' night. That was nice. That's true. That was an, uh, the ultimate reward. Yeah. I think even more than the real reward. <laughs> you said Brunkle Bruce would win immunity. He, in fact, was voted out with an immunity in so his close. pocket. So um, close. I feel like you should lose two points for that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I said, uh, how about this? Uh, if somebody loses uh, and has, uh, has an idol in their pocket, but they finished second in the challenge, it offsets mm-hmm. and you, it comes out to zero. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said D would be voted out. She was not. Of course, she's winning. Uh, I said Couture the Sun God, would be voted out. She is not. Uh, Subway and that KFC is showing up. Not happening. Getting down to the wire, Jeff. Where's Bullshit, our fast food? Bullshit, the subway food? hasn't shown up yet. Okay, so uh, you still are holding city at 35 points. Great job. You received zero points this week. Great job, Thomas. I got two points, so it's now 33 to 35. Congratulations. You're still in the lead with two or three episodes left. Um, obviously, I've still got D. You, you know, if only you could get points for people being on the jury. Who, uh, no, sorry, what will the reward be? Shouldn't you be asking who's going to win reward first? Okay, sure. Who's going to win reward first? I'm going to say that Austin is going to win reward. Okay. 
Uh, I will say... God, I know he's out, but now I keep wanting to say Brunkle Bruce. I will say Jake wins reward. Because you know your boy's hungry uh, for winning. What will the reward be? Man, it's really, it's hard to tell with this one. Um, They already did tacos, didn't they? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, they did. Um... Man, this is tough. I know. There's so many things tough in the world one. that it could be. It's a lot of things it could be. Um, I'm going to say peanut butter and jelly. I don't think they've done that yet. Okay. I do think that was a thing at the auction, but I'll give you it still. Um, I'm going to say pastries. Don't you love a nice pastry after 30 days on an island? 20 days on an island. It sounds great Bring to me right now, honestly. Um, okay, who's getting voted out? Oh, wait, who's winning immunity? Did we say that yet? No, we haven't. Um, I'm going to say that Jake surprises and wins immunity uh, here. I'd love to see that. Um, I will say I'm going all in on Katura, the sun god. Uh, Katura's winning immunity. And who's getting voted out? Uh, I'm going to say Julie. It does seem like her time, doesn't it? Um, for the sake of the game, though, I will. I'll say D. I hate to do it, but no, no, no. I was spelling the person's name actually. I'm going to say D R E W D R E U. D Ru. D Ru is what we call him. He's getting voted out next. Drew, your cousin, is getting you out next. Who stinks now? Yeah. <laughs> Get your own soap, dumbass. Um, so waiting on Subway or KFC, you know I gotta get that greasy food in my belly. Uh, so that's what's coming up next week. Thomas, can you tell us the name of this week's quotes? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Guess what? Just based on your taste in music, we can guess your star sign. Everyone has their favorite genre of music, but does your top 40 match your sign? Yeah, this week, of course, everybody's came out, um, what's it called? Spotify Wrapped? Um, yes, it was Spotify Wrapped week. So this seemed like an appropriate quotes quiz. Uh, what's your favorite genre? Rock, classic, dance, R&B, EDM, classical, country, hip-hop, world, jazz, alternative, any genre goes. The photos they use for all of these are very interesting. Yeah, I don't understand what this alternative is supposed to indicate. Um, An alternative lifestyle? It's a person with a ski mask biting a chain. Aaron Paul on Unsplash for Any Genre Goes. And you know what? Any Genre Goes for me. I'm all about that alternative lifestyle. You know me, biting on chains, wearing ski masks, have a lot of makeup. Okay, okay. Thomas, can you read these top 40 songs we have to choose from? I don't hear your reaction to each one. (sighs) This is going to be tough for me. Uh, I Like It by Cardi B. Juicy by Doja Cat. Needed Me. Is it supposed to be Needed Me? Or is uh, do I just not know this Rihanna song? I don't know. I, I don't know that song. Needed Me. Free Spirit by Khalid. I'm glad that they have two Lizzo songs on here. I was worried she's, they wouldn't have enough Lizzo songs. Very popular. Um, Truth, Hurts and, Truth Hurts and Good as Hell by Lizzo. Trampoline by Shade. Never heard of them. 
I don't know who that is. Uh, Cinnamon Girl by Lana Del Rey. Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. Haunted by Beyonce. And I'm a Mess by Bebe Rexa. Um, I, can I pick none of these? Uh, no. I would love to pick none of them. Uh, you have to pick one. I'm picking Haunted by Beyonce. I saw Baby Rexa, if that's how you pronounce her name, on Celebrity Family Feud, and her family was boring, but she had a really cool dress on. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, Come on, Thomas. I know you're always going sicko mode. I know you're always like, God is a woman. You know what's really annoying is that, like, I might have to pick sicko mode, and I don't like Travis Scott. <laughs> I'm picking it. You don't want to pick uh, the Sin City girl, Lana Del Rey? I'm not a... Lana Del Rey doesn't do that much for me. What about Needed Me by Rihanna? <laughs> yeah, or Needed Me. <laughs> All right, pick an anthem. All for Us by Labyrinth and Zendaya. Let Me Down a Lowly by Alec Benjamin. That's got to be a typo too, yeah, right? Yeah, what is going on with the spelling here? Let Me Down Slowly by Sleck Benjamin. Wanderer by Mongli. Let It Happen by Tame Impala. National Anthem by Lana Del Rey. Deep End by Fushi. Good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. Still don't know my name by Labyrinth. Redbone by Child Cambino. Money, Power, Glory by Lana Del Rey. No Going Back by Uno. Or Talking to the Moon by Bruno Mars. Uh, easy choice. Let it happen. Didn't even have to think twice. I'm picking Redbone. Uh, also an easy choice. Uh, for me, it was between those two songs. Okay. I hate the person that made this. Pick a throwback. Mm-hmm. Ain't It Fun by Paramore, Help. Out of My League by Fitz and the Tantrums, Castle by Halsey, Mrs. Potato Head by Melanie Martinez, All of Me by John Legend, Someone Like You by Adele, Electric Love by Bournes, How to Be a Heartbreaker by Marina, Are You Mine by Arctic Monkeys, We Are Who We Are by Kesha, Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood, Crazy in Love by Beyonce. These are all like very... <laughs> There's a bit of a gap between yeah. some of these. Um, this is the most like fucking white girl ass music taste of Truly. all time. I'm picking "Are You Mine" by Arctic Monkeys before you can. Um, I was gonna pick "Ain't It Fun" anyway. Oh so. yeah, I forgot that was an option. Such a throwback, you know that. What is that? Eight years old? <laughs> no, it's from ten years ago. Oh, the Paramore me. self-titled album came out in like 2013 or 2014, I think. Uh, okay, let's pick a good car. Oh, did you pick a song yet? You haven't picked a song yet. Oh, you did. You picked Ain't It Fun. I picked Ain't It Fun. Yeah, of course. I, I picked Ain't It Fun. God, I can't believe I forgot about it already. Pick a good car ride song. Break Up With Your Girlfriend by Ariana Grande. Video Games by Lana Del Rey. Heather by Conan Gray. Are You Bored Yet by Wallows. Hurt Feelings by Mac Miller. Why by Bozzy. Bubblegum Bitch by Marina. Forever by Labyrinth. Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. Killer Queen by Queen. Homemade Dynamite by Lord, The Night We Met by Lord Huron. Who? Piggin, Homemade Dynamite by Lord. I like that song. Uh, it's one of the few songs that I actually like the remix more, though. It's got a lot of people that were famous whenever that song came out. It's got a really cool moment where they're like, whatever, we don't need to get into that song. I'm picking Hurt Feelings by uh, Mac Miller. <sighs> So I'm an Aquarius. That's how you know that a white woman made this, by the way. The Mac Miller's on there. Oh, I, I like Mac Miller. He's fine. Uh, I got Aquarius. What'd you get? Sagittarius. Incorrect. Yeah, mine's wrong, too. As a friendly Aquarius, everyone wants to be around you. That's nice. 
they crave your love because your loyal heart. Your music taste is honest, romantic, and genuine as you are in your daily life. I guess I was born in whenever Aquarius is because that's me to a T. What's yours say? As a creative Sagittarius, you love anything with a good beat. You are an open-minded person and love music that is the same way. Anything that stands out on the charts is your favorite. It's, uh, I like that the idea of this is like you love top 40 music. Yeah. It's the only music you listen to. Yeah. What's, what, what's your musical taste? You're open-minded about what can be on top 40. What's your musical taste if you only listen to the top 40 station for the last 20 years? Yeah. Well, this is it. Um, we are... Running down to our, our last few uh, Zodiac-themed Quopes quizzes. We only have three or four more uh, for this season. How are you feeling, Tomas? Then we could get back to regular Quopes quizzes. I'm going to miss them in, my, in a weird way. You love to be told what Zodiac sign you are or aren't. I like that it confirms my, uh, my skepticism of... Uh, astrology because it I think they've been right once yeah. I think it's gotten my sign right one time and it had to be like a an element yeah. it, it couldn't get it directly I, my, I think the same with me I think it got the element correct but not the actual star sign which of course this season we all learned is the same thing everything is a star sign not to be confused with earth signs because earth you know earth and stars they have a, something of a rivalry would you say yeah, I've uh, kind of like how fire and water have stars. rivalry. Team Earth, Team Earth always. Yeah. Um, what about when the aliens come? And what if they're already here? Actually, what's your take? That's gonna be. They're gonna be really mad that I said that. Yeah. So I hope that they. <laughs> I hope they don't know that I said that. If you want to hear more of Thomas's takes on aliens and who is allowed on this Earth and who is not, you can follow him on Blue Sky. It's a website that's like Twitter, but it's not run by. The big asshole. Is that a good explanation of the website? I think so. Um, yeah, so what's yours? What's your username on that website, Thomas Powell? Tom.tom.bsky.social. Uh, we are also on the podcast. Blue Sky is onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social. We're on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Um, what can people comment on YouTube channel? Uh, ha ha ha! Very funny smiley face. Um, and what would they write if they were reviewing us on Apple Podcasts? And how many stars might they do? Five stars. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Uh, and what about? Oh, I don't know. Maybe if somebody wanted to listen to just podcasts, any podcast they uh, might want to listen to. You mentioned it before, but whatever the one that was about football, there's one where we talk about football. Yeah, there's one where we talk about football, um, and it's pretty good, so you can listen to that. Um, a couple weeks ago, we did have a poll up on YouTube. Do you remember the poll question we had? We forgot to update it last week. I remember that it was still about, like, uh, millions of dollars. Was it, like, $2 million or $2? Uh, the question from two weeks ago was, would you rather have $3 million or become a worm? <laughs> so, what, did, what did people have to say about that? 71% of people said they would rather have $3 million. I can't imagine why. <laughs> Honestly, 29% is a lot for become worm. Right, right. 
Uh, do we have a uh, poll for the YouTube audience this week, since we didn't last week? Do you, would you rather have $4 million or a survivor moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, well, until next week... Uh, Oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I'll save this for next week. Okay. I've got another okay. one that I think is good. Um, well, then, we'll be uh, back next week to talk about another episode of Survivor Feedy 5. Until then, have a great summer. Deuces. There's a page back in history, 45. Came back to the world that they fought for Didn't turn out just like they thought 45 Here is the song to say To do the measure What do you lose? What do you gain? What do you win? Nine years later, a child is born there's a record, so you put it on. Fortified. Uh, so that's what's coming up next week. Thomas, can you tell us the name of this week's Quopes Quiz? Hold, hold on a sec. Mm-hmm. I started sending it to you early so you can get it, get it up beforehand. Well, first I decided I was going to knock my microphone off of yeah, what I I was wondering on, what so. happened there. It sounded like a lot of noise. <laughs> it's going to be a fun thing to edit yeah, out or wait. leave in. Up to you. Not like uh, I have friends today. You know, hold the line. Love isn't always on time. Oh, that's perfect. That's what, uh, that's what Toto said, yeah. and that's how I feel about it's it. It's actually perfect given this week's quote squiz. Yes, okay, so it is. When Drew got the big bowl of candy, what if that was actually all uh, weed candy and Jeff like winked at him? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, I noticed you bid $420 on this. Wink. That should be the case in Survivor Auction. If you bid $420 on something and you get weed and you get, and you do win it, they, they incorporate weed in some way. Yeah, I think that's fair. Weed's good. Not only is it fair, it's right. It's what yes, you should do. It is. I'm tired of talking about CM Punk. Let's talk about Yeah, no more. <laughs> Speaking of Survivor series, let's talk about a little series called Let's talk Survivor. about Survivor Punk. Yeah, let's talk That's about Survivor Punk. For. Survivor Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
smarten up probes. 